The first person I thought about last night when I saw the Chiefs win was Nancy, our uh, Why Should We Talk To You on Monday, because I knew that she was going to be relieved. So we talked to her today. Uh, I also thanked a listener for doing something so kind over the weekend. It was amazing. And we also had awkward, or I don't know, what would you say, trashy proposals? <laughs> awkward or trashy? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we got into those today, too. It was a lot of fun today. You'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly Jordan. Nancy got an inheritance from her grandpa, but... My grandpa was a huge fan of the Chiefs. So one of his dying wishes was that some of that inheritance be bet on the game. Apparently there was a bunch of degenerate gambling going on while I was gone on Friday. (laughs) No, not much. We're bad influences. Well, we have Nancy back on the phone with us right now to find out how it went. Nancy, how are you? Oh my gosh. I am so relieved. (laughs) So you took the advice and you went for the bet. I did. I did. I wasn't going to. I was going to ignore you guys, and I was going to be <laughs> logical and smart about this. And um, and then the emotion kind of took over, and I just went on the whim. Okay. Um, but Grandpa was looking out, and I guess it paid off, you know? What was it like watching that game? And we won't talk dollar amounts, no. you know, even though I would kill to know how much you bet on this game. <laughs> Maybe off the air. Maybe off the air we'll find out. We don't want to talk dollar amounts in case you got family listening. We don't want everyone's hand out. But what was it like watching right? the game knowing you had a substantial amount of money riding on it? Um, it was the most stressful night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was more stressful than watching Grandpa in the hospital. Right. Um Almost put you in the hospital. It almost, I almost died. Did you go to a Super Bowl party? I, oh, I would not have had. Are you kidding? The social capacity <laughs> with that kind of stakes on the line? I'm just seeing it. Maybe you Did you tell anyone? Did you tell anyone why this game was so important to you? No, it was just me and my cat in my bedroom in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> watching on an iPad. Fun Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't tell anybody either, man. nothing fun about it. I would not tell anybody either, because the last thing you want is people knowing you just hit a cash cow. Or knowing you lost and they get those bad sympathy texts like, ooh, sorry. Are you okay? Please tell me. Now, your grandpa was a huge Chiefs fan. You watched all these games with him. Did you feel his presence with you the whole time? The whole time. Oh. Now, can we get a a ballpark? Can we get a ballpark of how much you, you won? Was it... Was it in just the? Was it four figures? It was, and but wait, there's more. Okay, um, it was it, it was high five. High, high five, five figures. <laughs> so now you not only get to pay off debt, now you got a little cashish. Maybe start a little nest egg. Uh, maybe just hold on to it for dear life because <laughs> yeah. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I, I it was like I'm glad it worked out, but the stress. Of this was, this is all going to my therapist now. You know, Did you? Like, this is a, <laughs> that's what I'm going to pay for. Were you were you a gambler before this at all, or not really? Uh, not really. I mean, I knew that Grandpa was, and I knew that it was ups and downs because of it. And uh. now I'm. Uh, it, it was, you know, it was part of like the the grieving process, really, I, to to do this. You know. Is is that um, ki- is that kind of why you went through with it? Because I heard your original call from Friday, and you said that you you know you could have paid off a lot of debts with this. But was it was it just kind of you know I guess money is temporary, but your grandpa's memory is forever. 
Exactly. And I don't have to do everything that he did to honor his memory, but I, I did I did it one time his way and he wor- it worked out and I'm glad. Hallelujah. Yeah, you know, and um and even a, a broken clock is right twice a day. Like, <laughs> That's right. He he was a great he was a great guy. Uh and this was not my favorite hobby of his, but um <laughs> Um, and it is not a favorite hobby of mine. I am not. I am not addicted to that kind of thrill anymore. Like I'm done. The house. The house didn't win on this one, so that's good. Yeah, but I mean, I just. I. I. I'm so glad. I'm so glad it worked out. It was just like very synchronistic, and um, and I'm really grateful to awesome. my grandpa for for helping us out. Girl, you had you deserve a crazy celebration now after putting yourself through that. We couldn't be more happy oh, for yeah. you, man. Yeah. That's awesome. We are gonna go out to dinner. We are gonna go out to dinner. <laughs> yes, Queen. Yes. All right. Chalk it on the board. Well, thank you so much for letting us be a part of this and uh enjoy your yeah, newfound riches. Yeah. Thanks for your help. Um, you know, and thanks for the encouragement, really. Um because it, because it was never about the money. It was about the money, but it wasn't about the money. Right. So, thank you. That's so awesome. I'm glad you guys encouraged her to, to bet. Yeah, who would have thought a bet from a degenerate gambler actually pays off? Right. Well, those are the so best kind awesome. of gamblers. Yeah, so you're awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, Chelsea, what do you have coming up next for us in What's Trending? Well, everyone was watching the Super Bowl. Some other people were watching the Puppy Bowl. Oh. Yeah. I, I can't wait to find out who won. It's so cute. I don't have cable anymore, so I don't get to see the Puppy Bowl <laughs> like I used to. <laughs> Oh. That's fair. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something, Brian Riley. No, no I had. If, my mom always told me if I have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Oh. Figures. All right. Well, you know what? Then your mic's off for the rest for the rest of what's trending. <laughs> Kelly Jordan. I almost wanted to say this for happy hour, but uh, something so cool happened over the weekend. So my wife, if you don't know, if you've ever listened to the show, you probably know that my wife had breast cancer. Uh, man, I think it was February of 2021 when she was, I can't, it's all a blur, so I can't really right. remember exactly when it happened, but I, I remember being thankful that COVID was kind of wrapping up as this was starting because I was like, dang, this is just going to be a nightmare yeah. in the hospital. But a big, like a big milestone for anyone who has chemotherapy is getting their port out. And that's what happened on Friday for my wife. She got her Ooh. port out, which is just crazy. It's, you know, what's crazy is how quick it is that they do like this thing is snaked through your artery like to right above your heart and they literally popped it out in like five minutes I'm like you sure you don't want to be a little more careful with <laughs> did, this thing did like, that make you a little nervous knowing that <laughs> it was that gentle the well, whole time it made me it made me nervous when they put it in because i'm like wait a second you snake this thing in and it like delivers the chemo right to her heart oh yeah the things oh, doctors do is crazy and they're so qu- they were so quick i'm like slow down <laughs> But anyway, like, so we do this all the time. <laughs> so it, it's cool. It, it was crazy because I did a uh, I did a cancer event the night before that, and I was just a bundle of tears, man. Because these stories are so heart wrenching, and then everybody was hugging me and like congratulations to your wife. It was just this emotional thing. And then on Friday morning, I get a text message from you, Chelsea. Yes, and it was you <laughs> saying, "What is your Venmo?" I know. I was like, "Okay, I hope I, I hope everything goes well today." And then I just asked what your Venmo was. And so I thought, oh gosh, I hope Chelsea doesn't be like, you know, here's here's twenty five bucks, get some coffee or something, because I would have felt awkward. Right, right. And so, but <laughs> you were like, somebody wants to uh, Venmo you some money for yeah. for to get some dinner this weekend. I thought, well, that's cool. So I'm in the I'm dropping my son off at school on Friday morning, and my phone goes off, and it's a Venmo alert, and it says a uh, hundred dollars has been put in your account, yeah. and it was it was a CJ from Albany. 
put the, I always mispronounce it. I always want to say Albany, but it's Albany. It's and, classier like that, yeah. Right. And he, he was like, here, I know that you're probably going to be busy this weekend. Why don't you go out and get dinner and celebrate your wife on me? And I just, I, I just, I, I don't know if I was just already just so emotional from what the day was. But I just lost it right there. Like, Aww. those acts of kindness like that that are just out of the blue like that. And, like, CJ had no reason to do that. No. You know? And it was just sheer kindness. And I just lost it. Even when I, even when I told my wife about it, I was like, oh, great. Here, my poor wife has to deal with just a basket case of a husband. <laughs> like, I am not her rock by any means. Well, I, just, I got teared up, too, when he was texting it, in. It was just... It, it was just amazing. And then we did get, we went out to our favorite restaurant that's in our neighborhood. And so that was really neat. And so thank you, CJ, if you're listening. I don't know, I don't know what time you normally listen or whatever, but that was just, it was, it was the cherry on top of an amazing weekend. So sweet. And I just, I can't say thank you enough. And I can't say thank you enough to just everybody who, just the messages and everything going through this. You're almost afraid. Went to say like, oh, we're on the other, you know, we're done with all this stuff. Because you're afraid that if you celebrate being done with it, like you're going to be punished and it's going to come back. Yeah. I know that that's so stupid, but that's how you feel. But have hope. And you are through the end, you know, end right. of the tunnel. You made it through and you're reflecting on your journey. And especially with the Indie Foundation to see all those amazing warriors yep. and survivors. I mean, she's a survivor now. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's it's crazy. So thank you to everybody. CJ, thank you. We enjoyed our dinner on you. It was awesome. Very sweet. You didn't give me enough to cover the tip, but I mean, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm totally joking. <laughs> CJ knows that he's a listener to the show, but thank you, dude. That was awesome. All right, Chelsea, what do you have for us today? So the Super Bowl was just loaded with all sorts of action-packed things happening. But let's talk about the elephant in the room when Travis Kelsey got a little physical with his coach. He comes over to Andy and goes, keep me in. What happened is on the fumble, he was not in the game. Noah Gray went in. Man, that was a wild scene. That made him look like a complete a-hole, to be honest with you. It was intense. So, uh, actually, the announcers rolled it back because we were still watching the game, and they're like, look at what just happened on the sidelines. So they could have switched the cameras to see that. But but basically what happened, Andy Reid is focused on the game, you know, with his amazing mustache, and all of a sudden, here comes giant Travis Kelsey, red face, shoves him, yells at him in his face, and it just, it looked like an awful altercation. It did, man. Plus, it caught him off guard. You could see he got really startled. Yeah. The coach did. And uh, I feel bad for him. Oh, man. My dad, I got a text. He's like, he should be riding the pine. He should be on the bench. Everybody was furious, but without Travis Kelsey, would they have won? Right. And that's the thing. You're, uh, you're only going to be punished as important as you are to the team. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I don't know. Shoving your coach, is that a good call? It's a bad look. Uh, we'll see, man. Ugh, not good. But here is something fantastic. Freeways! <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. Or Buffalo Wild Wings is giving away free wings because Super Bowl went into overtime. So that's one good thing about it going late. So there you go. As the game went into overtime, B-Dubs tweeted, We got OT. Free wings for America. That's six free wings at participating United States Buffalo. Buffalo Wild Wings from 2 to 5, and that's going to be happening on February 26th. Dine-in only. My son will be happy to hear that. My son took the, uh, what's the challenge that they have there? Oh. It's like the Blazing... Yeah, you have to finish the Blazing 6, and I can't remember if it's on a timeline or not. But I don't think it was, but I, I honest to God thought I, I, I should have been arrested for child abuse letting my son <laughs> eat those wings. My brother I, did I, that. I thought he was going to vomit at the table. Which apparently people have done before. The waitress has said that people will try and get them down. They'll just throw up at the table. And you know what? To be clear, that doesn't count. I'd be take. <laughs> I'd be. Ta- imagine how much they burn coming back out. 
I, if I own a B-dubs, I would take that off the menu. I'm like, we're not doing that nonsense here. the Super Bowl, I thought, and I'd love to get your take on this, Chelsea. Yeah. I really thought the commercials just were a nothing burger yesterday. Like, I just didn't... <laughs> You know how, like, the next day, everyone would just be talking, like, oh, my God, that commercial was hilarious, or this was that? I don't, yeah. even, I don't even remember a single one, and I wasn't drinking yesterday, so I can't blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> but I don't, I don't remember a single commercial from yesterday. There were two that I loved. Um, definitely the State Farm one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who, okay. can't, who can't pronounce. Neba. Neba. So that was really funny. But this one, it absolutely killed me, and it had Ben Affleck and then Matthew Damon and J-Lo. And it was all for Dunkin' Donuts. They did a rap with Tom Brady. I was crying. It was so funny. What up, bro? How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry. You had to see it, but I forgive you. You know, that <laughs> that one was pretty good. I guess there was one that I liked when Michael Sarah was doing the uh, Sarah oh, V commercial. Sarah v. <laughs> that was good, too. So I guess there was a couple, but I, I just feel like it used to be an event. Maybe that's just, maybe those days have passed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everything's been done. And I did cry during the Budweiser commercials with the horses. Yeah. And then the dog comes out and saves the day so the little town can get their beer. That was exciting. Yeah, that was a nice one. The town needs its beer. And then I had a question. I'm like, when it goes into overtime, do they just recycle the commercials or do they throw in one that didn't really want to make it to prime time? So then they're like, I feel, I feel like I've heard that before where it's like you can, like if you're a company that wants, you can buy extra spots if it goes into oh. overtime. Like so you can pay a little bit extra if the game does go in overtime. But I think you have to pay that, and I don't think you get it back if the game doesn't go in overtime. I why, think. Why would they give away anything for free? I don't know. I, right. <laughs> I was shot. Like, I saw, like, a local commercial for, like, lo- like local news, and it was, like, five seconds long. Oh. And I was like, dang, I wonder how much that cost them. Did you see? There was one. There was a political ad, and I thought it was a joke. Oh, the Kennedy one? Yeah, the Kennedy yeah. one. Yeah. I was like, what? How much money is he spending? I don't know, but it, it only ran once. So that, there went all his oh. campaign funds. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Bye. Yeah, I hope he gets a return on his investment on that one. Dang. That was pretty wild. But yeah, I mean, all in all, though, I, everyone's like also saying, like, oh, the game was so boring. I didn't think it was boring at all. I think when you get two of the best teams matched up against each other. With the best defense in the league, it's going to be a low scoring game. Yeah, Come on. I thought it was awesome. I thought the ending, I, I thought everything was cool last night. The halftime show, the way it ended, everything. It was Kelly Jordan. Well, everyone thought there might be a proposal on the field last night after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl and Taylor Swift made her way down to give her big brawny man a hug, but there was. <laughs> No such proposal. And that's why I was asking if you ever, like, just if, if you were a part of a super awkward proposal, because that would have been crazy awkward. You know, here you have a billionaire and a multimillionaire, and they're getting, propo- they're getting engaged on a field somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> he did get a ring. He got a ring. <laughs> right. I saw those rings are like $5 million. They're insane. They're cray cray. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah, don't lose it. But anyway, I. I don't think that Taylor Swift's handlers would allow her to get married. <laughs> Anytime that you say handler, I picture a dog show and the person running alongside the dog. That's who can't who can't really keep up. But you know she doesn't get to make all her own decisions. I mean, she's a corporation dang near. Yeah. If and when she gets married, right, it's gonna be her choice. That's just how it is. She's right. gonna write a song about it. And I think it's gonna be televised, then I think it's gonna be made into a, another tour and then a movie and then streamed on Disney Plus. They they were, I read this article, I think it was like in the Wall Street Journal or something. I don't know why Whoa. I was reading. Yeah, I know. Whoa. I was checking out all my investment. <laughs> <Are> you, <laughs> but, investment. Your target stock. <laughs> but they were they were saying that if Taylor Swift gets married 
that it could cause like a, a marriage boom or like another little baby boom if she gets married because so, so many oh. other women then would be like, oh, I'm going to get married too. And how old is Taylor? 37? 34? No, she's, no. Nope, she's younger than me. So I think like 34. 34? Yep, okay. 34, 35, yeah. So she's getting to that age, you know. Oh, careful with that. What? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You called everyone in their 40s old AF this hey, morning. <laughs> who just pulled her... Who just pulled her hamstring when she's trying to stretch her quad? Yeah, That's yeah I don't want to hear about all I know that. I'm old. <laughs> but I, I think my proposal to my wife was pretty awkward. We were at a winery, and I was like, oh, hey, I was like, hey let's, let's go walk through the vineyard, and I'll propose to you. And my wife's like, no, we're going to get in trouble if we do that. Wait, Wait. you whoa, 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 you, you, you told yeah. her? No, I, yeah, I, I, I was going to say, you, you were like, hey, I'm going to go propose to you. Let's go walk. No, I was like, let's go for a walk through the vineyard. Oh. It'll be nice oh. out there. Oh, okay. Right. And so, but she was like, no, we'll get in trouble if we go out there. <laughs> so like we're standing in this dirt behind this shed. <laughs> and I, I, play, I play one of my favorite PM Dawn songs on my phone at the time. Yep. Was it was in your back pocket. I, yep. And I get down. It's called Lifetime. And it talks about spending your lifetime with somebody. Of course, I start bawling my eyes out. I was going to say, I, at what point did you start crying? Instantly. Yeah. <laughs> And I couldn't even say, will you marry me? I said, do you want to? My poor wife, gosh, she deals with so much. And did you, what was her reaction? She started crying too. Oh, okay. You know, oh, I thought she was like going to throw you nuts. Like, hey, nice. Yeah. All right, I'm in. Let's I do this. I thing. a nice ring. Did she do you want to? Did she kneel down in the dirt with you at that no. point? No. Okay. We just started hugging and crying. Oh. And it was, it was, I guess it's okay. I mean, it's a cute story, I guess, yeah. but it was super awkward. Like, my knees were all dirty when I got And you didn't, you didn't like get kicked out of the vineyard or anything no. for sneaking by? No. We got a free bottle of wine, actually. Yeah. yeah it worked out. Yeah. My ex, it was during the middle of a Vikings game. It was fourth quarter. We were playing against the Pittstein Steelers, right? And I'm watching the game and I'm glued to the game mm-hmm. and there was a lot of things that were happening and we were sitting on the couch and he rolled over and he goes so and i'm like so what so i'm looking at the screen he's got the ring out and everything it was awful oh that's terrible i made him wait till that the ma- end of the game he still said yes though i know hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> says a lot about you you did say x right yeah you said x, x. Okay. yep what about you you got an awkward one my current guy Everybody tells him he looks like Post Malone, and okay. he does. Like we were, we were goofing around one night, and I drew all the Post tattoos on his face. Lucky guy. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh, he looks like Post Malone. It's crazy. He looks like him." And I'm like, "I didn't see it until people started saying that." And I'm like, oh, "He does. Okay, you know." Well, did he? What did he write you a rap then to uh, propose to you, or how did he do it? So one night I came home from work, and he had. A face full of tattoos with eyeliner. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, Lord. And he turned on Post Malone's I Like You, I Do, and got down on one knee and gave me a ring. Asked me to marry. <laughs> oh, that's... All right. Is this trashy or classy? Oh, that's so trashy. <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> How did you like it? I, I couldn't turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, that's, a, that's kind of an awkward proposal, but kind of cool at the same time. What about you? I had a... I, I literally had a cousin who, at one of my niece's birthday parties, we were at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, no. <laughs> and he turned around and he had bought one of those, like, fake, uh, one of those fake rings with tokens. Oh, gosh. And asked, will you marry me? Oh, my God. We thought that last one was trashy. <laughs> <laughs> He's spending his tickets the right way. Oh, <laughs> so how did it go after that? And it was kind of dead silent. <laughs> and 
she was like, not with that fake garbage. Right. <laughs> and he's like, I have the actual ring, but it's at home. Oh. Come to find out, he did not have an actual ring, and she was mad. I don't blame her. Bye. Yeah, you don't lead with a plastic cheap ring from Mm-mm. Chuck E. Cheese. No, and then you a do- box of nothing when you get home. Yeah. No, Even you better. use the plastic cheap ring from Walmart. Yeah. That's the one you propose with. <laughs> I don't feel so bad about mine now, actually, after all these. <laughs> we were talking about awkward proposals just a minute ago, and Dustin texted in and said, it wasn't awkward, but I proposed to my wife on top of a cliff on the Gunflint Trail in Grand Marais overlooking Gunfight Lake. That sounds Pretty. beautiful. He said you could see Canada. He said, I did joke with her that if she would have said no, I could have just given her a little shove and made it look like an accident. <laughs> That's what every woman wants to hear on her engagement day. Wow. That's love. Right. <laughs> love. Oh my gosh. Don, she said when I finally, oh, uh, so her husband was sitting in the kitchen. She was making dinner and he's like, open your Valentine's Day card. And she's like, honey, I'm in the middle of dinner. So she <laughs> cooked dinner in the oven, did all the cleanup and then finally, you know, washed all the dishes and then opened her card and he's just sitting there the whole time. Right. And the, the ring was inside. He's just <laughs> he got proposed. the flop sweats the whole yeah. time. I bet. My my dad told me that when he proposed to my mom, they were sitting on the couch watching whatever TV show, and he just looked at her and went, we should probably get married, huh? <laughs> and then my mom went, yeah, I suppose we probably should. And that's, oh my that gosh. was their engagement. That is the most Midwestern engagement I've ever heard of Super, in my entire life. Nothing Super gets romantic. them you know, watching Cheers and then being like, we should get married. You know, that sounds like a good idea. I mean, at least he brought it up. We I mean, got that's s- kind of cool. We got someone sitting on hold wants to chime in. What's up? Well, you guys are kind of touching. I don't know if I'm too late on uh, trashy engagements. <laughs> well, they, they turned trashy. That's not where we started. But, yeah, what do you got? Okay, so uh, we dated three years, and the grandparents and parents and the cousins and aunts and all that, they were, when do you get married? When do you get married? So for Christmas, I, I uh, said, you know, I told her mom and dad, I said, I think it's time. I think it's time. So I uh, got a jewelry box. And I said, you know what? What's in here is going to shine all the days of her life. And when uh, it come Christmas Day, we opened presents. Oh, boy, Lori had to open first. She had, she had to be first. She had to be first. So she opened it up. Guess what was in the box? A light bulb. Yes. Was it really? <laughs> I was just kidding. Oh, my, my gosh. My my sister-in-law said, if you would have did that to me, you'd be hanging from a rope. I was going to say, how are you still alive <laughs> no, man, after that? Well, it, it might get worse. So uh, it's, It gets then, worse? Uh, when, when I did get the ring, years ago, Cracker Jacks always had the rings or the toys in that little pouch. Yeah. Well, I opened up the box really neat, and I cut that pouch open really neat, and I put the ring in there, and uh, we were going to a movie, and I said, you know what? I got to get some gas. So I went to the gas station, and I come out. I said, you ain't going to believe this. They still have Cracker Jacks. So that's how she got her ring and asked to marry me. Okay. You made up for it. And you were talking about people crying. (laughs) She's still crying. (laughs) Because she married you? Yeah, I was going to say, tears of joy. (laughs) She's still crying. Uh, You know, her favorite phrase is, you know, they say you live with your mistakes. Yeah. She didn't realize you're going to have to live with me this long. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, thanks for the call this morning. Take care. <laughs> That's awesome. Lee Jordan. I may have a sister. That's what we have up today on Better Call Bryant as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. This email is pretty interesting. So this woman wrote us and said that her father passed away about a month ago. She was contacted by a lawyer who represents somebody saying that she is her half-sister. 
My father did have some wild years, so this woman could be telling the truth. At this time, we don't have any proof. The possible sister is pushing for a payout of some sort. Should I be lawyering up because my father didn't leave us a ton of money, but I don't want this to get out of hand? Well, there's a well. If there's nothing in the well, if the well's been probated, meaning that you know, you've know you had the financial uh, actions that taken on the will, that's where the lawyer for this person should have done something and made the claim. Okay. If that's already happened and the money's gone, I don't know how they get to any money. But if it's if there's a well and there's it's everything's been followed, I don't know what else they can do or what other claim they can make. If if somebody comes out of the woodwork like that, like you can demand they take a DNA test, right? Like I don't I don't think you were my father's half child or whatever. If it's if it's worth it. I mean, okay. depends on what you're fighting over, you know. Right. I mean, if it's a giant, you know, if it's Prince's estate, yeah, all those right. people took <laughs> DNA uh yeah. tests and that played a big role. But if it's just some guy and it's not there's nothing really there then So in the really big estates do people have to take a DNA test? No, in, I I oh, mean okay. in the biggest states People come out of the woodwork, and if right. someone comes out of the woodwork and there's a question about it, then they'll take a DNA for those people. Okay. But everybody just doesn't take a DNA oh, to okay. do it. I mean, I think Prince died without a will, and that was the complicated issue right. there. But if you got a will, then you got at least their view on what should happen. Well, if there's a will saying, here's where all my stuff goes, that's it, right? As long as it's done right. I mean, I had wills that suddenly changed in the last couple minutes before they die and oh, those type gosh. of things. Or there's multiple wills. I mean, there's all sorts of things that happen over there that's 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 a battle. But as long as it's a straightforward will and everything's been accounted for as best it could, then that's it. Does it take a lot to make a will? Depends on how much you're, you've got in the will. Like, if you don't have anything, then the will doesn't matter. <laughs> so it depends on the state, it depends on your assets, and depends on Everything that's involved. So there's a lot of different different answers to that question. But man, my wife stands to get a ton of debt when I die. But Mike Bryan, it is always a pleasure to have you in the studio. We will get to the bottom of another one next week when we are joined by Mike Bryan from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryan and Better Call Bryan. Why do we have these big Super Bowl halftime shows? Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So all the way up until the early 90s, the halftime show at the Super Bowl was like up with people or it was like a marching band or something like that. It just wasn't the big spectacle that it is today. Well, that's because back in 1992, Fox decided as the Super Bowl was going that they were going to run an episode of... In Living Color, which was one of the best sketch shows of all time. I mean, just absolutely hilarious. Of course, they gave us Jim Carrey, all the all the the Wayans brothers. Anyway, so they had a brand new episode ready to go, and they said as soon as halftime hits, we're going to show you this new episode of In Living Color. All right. An estimated 25 million people left the Super Bowl to tune in to watch In Living Color. How many? 25 million. Holy cow. Ouch. So the Super Bowl said, okay, uh, we need to do something about that because we lost a huge chunk of our audience during our halftime show. We didn't finish the game. So in 1993, that is when we got the Michael Jackson halftime show. Wow. 
When they had like all those magic tricks going on, like he was dancing on top of the scoreboard. So he was like the first one? He was the first really big half. And wow. I can't, I can't think of a bigger name to get right. for the first big halftime show than Michael Jackson. So what year was the what year was the In Living Cover? Well, 19, 1992 is when Fox did that. And then 1993 is when Michael Jackson did the halftime show. You know what's funny is 92 is the year that the Super Bowl was in Minneapolis. Was oh, at was the, it really? It was at the, the Metrodome. I didn't, I didn't know we had it in Minneapolis more <laughs> re- than once. Re- rest in peace. We had it at right. the Metrodome. What a gross place to have a Super Bowl. That's probably why people turned it off. <laughs> I was on the tarmac when the when it collapsed from all the snow. Well, you know what? The, then we have the Super Bowl at the U.S. Bank Stadium, and it's like the coldest weekend in history. Yeah. They're like, you know what? We're not doing this in Minnesota Literally, literally they, they said they're never doing the Super Bowl in Minnesota again. I don't blame them. Because of that. I, w- oh, I would never happen. You're inside. Who cares? Yeah, but there's all kinds of events surrounding the yeah. Super Bowl. and I went to the Super Bowl like party thing that they had where you had to buy a ticket and you go and do all the events. Yeah. yeah. It was the... I walked a half a mile from where I parked because there's no parking. Oh, gross. The worst experience ever. The, the event was great. Yeah. Walking there, I got inside. I was like, I never want to walk outside again. Yeah. This is terrible. So, halftime, born in 1993. Yeah. Halftime shows. And I gotta be honest, I thought last night's was, was great. I don't know, a lot of people are hating on it or whatever. I, I thought it was fantastic. I thought but, it was fire. So, and then there's been some real stinkers out there, but I like the Paul McCartney one stands out to me as so ridiculously boring. Remember when the Who did it also? The Who's lit. My no. dad is still furious about Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. He said that almost ruined football. <laughs> Dang, that's a bold it was, statement. It was harsh. Yikes. Well... <laughs> Either way, we have the show in living color to thank for the fact that we get these over-the-top Super Bowl halftime shows now. Isn't that pretty amazing? Cool. Now, (laughs) maybe you didn't find this one interesting. It's all right. doesn't bother me at all, man, because I'm going to keep bringing these to you every single day. And I find them interesting, and that's really all that matters because sometimes I have to say right to your face that (laughs) maybe it's just me. Who won the Puppy Bowl? What's trending? Check this out. Right here. That's what everyone really wants to know, Chelsea. Oh, 100%. So while everyone was looking for Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl, Miranda Lambert was over at the Puppy Bowl on Animal Planet. So she tweeted, everyone knows dog adoption is close to my heart. So in honor of today's Puppy Bowl, I'm excited to give away tickets and a trip to one of my Velvet Rodeo residency shows. So that was cool. They had dogs. One was Bark Purdy for Team Rough. Uh, (laughs) He was a little, I get, ch- little chihuahua. I get that. <laughs> and then Patrick McBones. He was part of Team Fluff. He was this cute hound from Iowa. It was just so adorable. They had a kitty halftime show. There was a streaker making a dash on the field. A lot of things happening. Team Rough emerged victorious over Team Fluff just before the Super Bowl kickoff. What was that thing yesterday during the Super Bowl when the announcers were like, oh, there's a streaker on the field, but we can't talk about that? Because they were half naked. Okay. There's probably a protester that was like, quit eating meat or something like that. And so they just didn't. Yeah. But it was just, the, the way the announcers handled it was just weird because they were like, oh, there's a streaker half naked on the field, but we can't talk about that. It's like, huh? Okay. I guess maybe they don't show him because they don't want to give him the publicity yeah. and then encourage other people oh, to yeah, do there it. Was, the, he had words on his chest. Yeah, he was trying to do a propaganda thing. Ah, yeah. yeah that's nice. government stuff. That's Perfect nice. way to get your message across. <laughs> and Alan Jackson has shared news about his growing family. So him and his wife, Denise, have been married for 44 years. Wow. He seems like a good down-home guy, though, right? So solid. That would stay married. Anytime I want to feel the love, I put on some AJ, right? So they raised three beautiful daughters. They became grandparents for the first time with their middle daughter that was in December, and now they're expecting another grandbaby in 2024. 
wild football fan. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy. All right, Chelsea, what do you have for us? You know that there were some happy fans last night and unhappy fans. We are headed to San Francisco, where they were ticked when the 49ers lost the Super Bowl. So this, uh, and it's right in the coattails of, of something else that happened in San Francisco just a few days ago. All right. So headed to the streets, there's this car driving through Chinatown, right? Mm-hmm. Just doing its own thing. When the crowd began defacing and throwing firecrackers inside of it. And set it on fire. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so they're attacking this car. They're scraping the sides. They're hitting it with baseball bats. And they're chucking firecrackers inside of it. This is before the Super Bowl? This was after they lost the game. Oh, okay. I thought it was before. Like, man, they were angry before you. And it's on fire. So here's the kicker, though. Kelly, no one was injured inside the car, even though that's super trashy. Because it's one of the Waymo cars. Have you heard of those? No, what is that? It's a self-driving vehicle because San Francisco is hip like that. So what is it, like a taxi? Yeah, okay. pretty much. It's just driving to go to pick people up. Oh, I'll pass on that. So they're ticked off at the car, but at least it was kind of safe because nobody was inside. Now, the kicker is that just a week ago, one of these Waymo cars, <laughs> I'm not supposed to laugh, it hit a bicyclist. Oh, God. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, it's just not good. And and they don't know what to do about it because there's technically no driver to sue. Insurance is confused how to proceed with it. I, so, I know what to do with it. We don't need these self-driving cars. <laughs> no one is clamoring for a self-driving car, except for Brian Riley. Yeah, I would take one. There you go. So San Francisco not setting anything else on fire, just these self-driving cars because they're mad. All right, I'm going to give this one a score. I think over-the-top sports celebrations of any type are trashy. Oh, Brian. Really? Brian's got feelings. Oh, I'm talking over the top where you're destroying your own city. Like, hey, we won the Super Bowl. Let's destroy our town. Oh, Look. like when Philly put peanut butter on the light poles and stuff. Right. And whatever it was. That's <laughs> trash. 100% flipping my car if the Vikings win the Super Bowl. <laughs> There's no question about it. And well, I will be there to help. Yeah. I don't think you have to worry about that one. So okay. You get no trash. I don't even know about sports, but I'm pretty sure that we're never going to win a Super Bowl, right? I don't I don't know. Kelly, oh. you, you should be banned from the state for saying something like that. <laughs> I don't think hey, I don't know about sports. You now have a curse upon your family. I'm giving it 200 points for overactive celebrations. Fair. Uh, hitting a car with fireworks and everything else, that kind of goes along with it, but I'm going to add another 150 points on that. Explosives. Was, it, was anybody arrested in this in this kerfuffle? They couldn't find them in the blaze. It was too much. Unbelievable. Cops were scared. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a score for this. So this is a low score because we don't have a whole lot of details on what was going on, but I think you're going to like it. Today... Our people in San Francisco destroying their own city earn themselves a respectable 350 points. Trashy. Small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Esmond, North Dakota, population 91. And don't forget, next Monday at the Esmond Museum, they are having a spaghetti and meatball feed. Starting at 5 p.m. with bingo to follow at 7 with a free will offering accepted. Sounds like a great time in the town that only covers 0.46 square miles. But that's why Esmond, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly Jordan. Welcome to our bonus track. It's the very first break of the morning. We talk about is it ever okay to go through a red light? Sometimes you just got to do it. <laughs> And uh, I don't know what else. Did we talk about the Super Bowl? What the hell did we talk about? We did. Staying up late and was it worth it? Ah, there you go. That's (laughs) what we were talking about. You'll hear it all right now. It's the bonus track, our first break of the day. Morning after the Super Bowl. Probably feeling a little hungover, bro. Grab some coffee.
and this show is happening. Oh, good call. That's how we come back on a Monday morning. Go on with your bad sir. Hopefully everyone's feeling okay, because I know that, uh, man, that game went late last night. Uh, <laughs> last night I was like, can we please start this at noon or something? Oh, overtime hit, and I'm like, that's it. I'm going to bed. Yeah. And then I hung in for a little bit longer. I was like, ah. <laughs> it was a it was a hell of an ending, man. It was a. I would have gone to bed, but my son was staying up watching it. And yeah. I was like, all right, I don't get these moments very often with him, so I'm going to stay up. Well, and it's the Super Bowl, yeah. you know. Like this is the the last of the last, and I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll wake up to all the memes in the morning. I'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> I, you know what? The, the memes that are are upsetting me are is everyone coming down on Usher. It's like what? What? I, I thought the, I thought the halftime show was great. I oh, thought he here. did a phenomenal job. I thought it was super entertaining. Yes. It, it moved super quick. It did from it did. song to song, and you know, Lil John was there. That was neat. Oh Alicia gosh. Keys was there. Alicia Keys was fire. That I, was so good. She looked amazing. And then I lost my mind when Ludacris came on with his big old afro. Yeah, I don't know what was bigger, his afro or his shoes. <laughs> did you see them shoes he had on? They looked like straight oh, clown oh, shoes. The dude, the roller skates. That was cool. What? My wife said that too. She was like, "I know Usher's a really good roller skater," and sure enough, he comes out and he just crushes it. And, man. and he had these bedazzled knee pads on because he's old AF, and it was just old was, AF. Forty eight is old AF it was to you, super huh? Super lit. I mean, you know, that's the average age of our listener probably is forty eight. Hey, are they roller skating in circles on a stage? I, apparently, according to you, they're old AF. <laughs> Hey, hey! the life expectancy is actually 73. That's the median life expectancy. Cool. So I don't I have mean, much longer. See what I mean? Hey, I feel Release too. me from this veil of tears. But anyway, I just, <laughs> the thing that, the thing that always gets me, it's a free, it's, can I be, can I pull back the curtain a little bit? It's like when okay. we get, it's like when we get a complaint text about something we do. I'm like, guys, I'm doing my best here. This is a free show. I don't know what, you know. <laughs> It's like the halftime show. It's like it's a, it's free entertainment. It what is do you, free what do you entertainment, compl- and he doesn't even get paid. No one gets paid right. to do it. And if you don't like it, go grab a snack. Yeah. Why do you got to complain about it? Yeah. Good lord, I can't. People stand who that. you know, it's the genres. Nobody's ever one hundred percent happy with right. everything. And I saw oh, worst Super Bowl halftime show ever. Really? Ah. Uh, Look, I'm sorry. Paul McCartney's halftime show was trash. That's fair. That one was trash. And I don't think you two was trash. <laughs> Personally, I don't think you can top Prince playing Purple the, Rain the best, in, in the rain. The best part about that is when they said, hey, I don't know if you can go out there, it's raining. He said, can you make it rain harder? <laughs> <laughs> that's what his man, That's the story oh, his manager so tells smooth. anyway. You so know, smooth. You and I were just talking about something. I'd like to get a consensus on this before we get the show moving. Please. If you're stuck at a red light. Oh, gosh. In the, especially, uh, so I get, I get stuck at this light every single morning at 355. My blood pressure's going up. And it won't change. I, and I know, I'm, I know I'm right on the sensor, and I'm waiting for it to change. And I'm talking like five minutes I'm sitting That's there. That's too much. Is it okay to just go through? Like, there's no other traffic anywhere. And I check, and I make sure, but I'm like, dang it, I can't just sit here all morning. I've done it. And that's, that's what happened this morning. And I was late. And I was out running on time. And I'm calling out this, this Santa Fe sitting in front of me. She had two car lengths. Two oh. car lengths in front of her. So the sensor was not going off. We sat there for 10 minutes. We sat through three and a half songs. I was like, you have to go. Please pull up. I cannot go around you. You have to go. They they should, at this time in the morning, everything should just blink yellow. Yeah, that's fair. You know, they should just caution us all so we can get moving because there's nobody else out. Because we can handle it. We want to get where we're going. We got bills to pay. And then then when you're at the mercy of somebody else, like you were. What do you? What can you do? Oh. If you go around them, and go through a red light, boom, you got a ticket. Oh. When really I'm doing the right thing. I know. 
So is it a crime? It's like stealing a loaf of bread to feed your starving family. Is it a crime? <laughs> I love how we're going to that extreme. <laughs> or you could just go to the food shop. But I mean. <laughs> no. But, but no. It's the old conundrum. Is it stealing if you steal to, to feed your starving family? Oh, my gosh. Just turn. Yeah. I, this mor- I've gotten stuck at this light almost every morning. What's up with that? And I just sit there and sit there. I'm like, dang it. Doesn't the city know? Get, get somebody out of here. Tune now, this thing up. I used to think that there's all these people in traffic control, like a bunch of like little gnome people, you mm-hmm. know, sitting around and they can like control all the lights. But no, it's it's actually it's all computerized. Yeah, it doesn't it? doesn't quite work like that. Brian yeah. says I go to work 345, 4 a.m. I hit the same light every time I treat it as a stop sign. It doesn't change. Go through it. You got yeah. to at some point. Yeah. Christy says try flashing your brights at the light. That oh. normally help. Does that actually work? I thought that was like a myth. I thought that just makes other people mad. Because like now they have that thing called like passport or whatever that lets the like emergency vehicles go through. But they used to say that if you flash your lights, it thinks you're an emergency vehicle. I, I never knew if that actually worked. No, because I tried that going down Broadway in my, my youth, my misspent youth, mm-hmm. just flashing all the lights. Yeah. It does, It didn't work. I think you can get a ticket for that, too. Yeah, because it's... I, I've never understood that either. If someone's camping out in the left lane and you want to pass mm-hmm. them, what's wrong with just a couple quick flashes to let them know, like, hey, wake up. I'm, I'm trying to get... I why a, is that bad? I did a little meep-meep, you know, not like a full-on, like, beep, beep right? a little meep-meep. And then it almost got to the point where I was... I did the hand motions in the in the window... <laughs> Yeah. Like, roll, go forward. Roll and then, up. And then I finally rolled down my window, and I was like, move <laughs> up, please. Uh, Jesse texting in this morning, yep, I'm 47, and today I feel old AF. <laughs> Happy Monday. I hear that, and I love you, Jesse. I'm, I'm 48, man. I spring right up in the morning, man. You ain't going to call me old AF. <laughs> but were you dancing with roller skates? No. I don't, I, but I do plenty of dancing. I just didn't last night. You do. But I, I'm so sick of people complaining about the halftime show. Just don't watch it then. It was so good. I, I thought so too. I thought he did a great job, but either way. All right. Should we move on and get the show rolling today? <laughs> Let's go. Let's do some history. It was on this day. Whoops. I got the wrong thing going here. On this day, all the way back in the year of our Lord, 1809. Oh. Four score and seven years ago. Our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation. That's not an actual recording. That is a recreation. But Abraham Lincoln was born on this day back in 1809. I thought he was older than that. In 1809? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what year he was actually president. But I've seen his grave. That was kind of cool. Oh, that's neat. On Washington, D.C. and his wife Martha's next to him. That would be cool to see. I think he's got a kid over there, too. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 2000, a sad note. I think there must be something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. Peanuts cartoonist and Minnesota native Charles Schultz died at his home while battling. He was battling colon cancer at the wow. time. That was one of the coolest things that I took my kids to go see last summer was the Charles Schultz exhibit at the... Uh, is it the Minnesota Institute of Art or his, uh, History oh, Museum? Cool. Whatever it was. But it just, like, it's crazy that a lot of the people in the Peanuts cartoons were named after people in his real life. Oh. <laughs> and it was cool, the worldwide impact that the Peanuts had. And to think that this dude was just some guy from the Midwest yeah. who had this cultural phenomenon, this oh, worldwide phenomenon. So it was so good. awesome. So, so good. I'm such a huge Peanuts fan. I would turn to that on um, the cartoon section of the newspaper. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I would love that. I read it over and over again. I love Snoopy. His, so, you know, I'm a crier. And when I read his uh, when I read his letter, when he said he wasn't going to do the the comic strip anymore, yeah. like it choked me up. Like it was just it, it just because it meant so much to me. But anyway, wow. 
on this day in 2019. The once untouchable drug boss known as El Chapo is likely to spend 23 hours a day in a high security prison cell for the rest of his life. El Chapo was found guilty in a New York court and now will spend the rest of his life in jail. El Chapo. He was smuggling drugs, murdering, all kinds of violence. Like, he was a bad dude, man. Not that good. I'm, I'm honestly surprised they were able to catch him and get him in prison. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised it wasn't just a bloodbath. Back the boys in blue. Uh, all right, let's do some quick birthdays. Uh, celebrating a birthday today. Boy, he meant a lot to me in the 90s. And now, do you want fries with that? It's Arsenio! God, I loved the Arsenio show when I was a kid. Yes. I absolutely loved it. And I didn't know that he was this old. How old is old Arsenio today? Oh. Oh, my Lando, let's go. 53. Oh, man, you're always so kind. <laughs> he's 68. Oh, he's got okay. a good He's got a good moisturizing routine, apparently, because he doesn't look. If, you, if you're guessing 53, <laughs> he's old AF, according to you. Here's another one for you. Here's a guy who is old AF, celebrating a birthday today. You don't know me, but I'm your girl. Taking it to the strength. Michael McDonald is his birthday today. Do you know how old Michael McDonald what a is? Great name. Let's go sixty-seven. Ah, uh, you're uh, once again too kind. Mm. Michael McDonald is the ripe old age today of seventy-two. Such a distinct voice. That dude wrote so many songs that we don't like. He just was just cranking out songs in the 80s and 90s. Just super smooth. But uh, yeah, it says, and of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well. Uh, Miranda says, it's my birthday today too. Well, oh. happy birthday to you, Miranda. Chrissy says, uh, your birthday buddy will be 49 this year. I guess I'm old AF. <laughs> Chrissy says this morning, texting in. You can always text the show anytime, no matter where you're listening. 320-656-9453 is the phone number for that.